Happy New Year. Happy New Year. God damn. How'd you ring in the new year? (laughs) I was going to ask you. (laughs) I did it with fireworks and some booze. Aw, you had fireworks? Do you just want to get straight into the goddamns? <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> well, uh-huh. this is Aaron. Yes. So. Tell me about it. Yeah. Here's my goddamn. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. My wonderful husband, Brandon. Yes. Who you might remember from such events as <laughs> playing golf in the house. Uh-huh. And lighting the house on fire. Uh-huh. Well, he brought home some, like, firecrackers and stuff, right? Cause oh, it's my God. fucking New Year's. Hell, yeah. That sounds fun as shit. Yeah. And, like, bottle rockets and all that. Because we live in the ghetto. So yeah. it's, like, it's California. So all this stuff is super illegal. Very illegal. Yeah. Because you could start a wildfire at any second. Exactly. But. Although the canyon is quite green these days. It is. It was just raining. We're yeah. fine. Yeah. But I live in the ghetto. So it's fine. It's People would be like, was that fireworks? Gunshots? I don't know. We I don't, don't know, know where it's coming from. We're used to it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to report you here, right? Yeah. So we were getting geared up for a fucking great night. <laughs> and Brandon pulls out the, like, it was a little, like, poppers that have, like, a little explosion and fucking confetti goes everywhere. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh, those aren't fireworks, though. Just the confetti poppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they have, like, a little explosion. Like, yeah. it smells like gunpowder or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, it makes a little pop. Yep. Yeah, it's Got like it. a firecracker. Got it. Yeah. He thought it would be a good idea to play with those inside. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see my living room? There's fucking confetti everywhere. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah, that's a bad idea. There's confetti everywhere and it smelled like gunpowder. And <laughs> the shit is like hot and it throws like gunpowder balls out or whatever. <laughs> and so he's doing that inside. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, like, my babies are sleeping, first of all. Yeah, well, my son wasn't. He was like having a great time with it. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, no, you need to go outside. Like go out on the deck and do this, right? Yeah. Catch the canyon on fire, not my house. Exactly. So then he went out onto the deck and he brought my kid out there and I was like, oh, this would be a great family moment. So let's all hang out out there. Yeah. And then he's trying to have my kid like do it and my kid's trying to pull it and he points it right at his face. Oh, dear God. No. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I'm just going to do this. And Brandon's like, don't worry. He's not strong enough to pull the string. Oh, my God. Like, are you serious right now? I don't care if he's strong enough or not. Don't let him fucking do that. This is how people lose eyes, noses and fingers. Exactly. Yeah. So. Moral of the story, he wasn't strong enough to do it. Okay, good. Thank God. Good. He did not put his eye out or anything. Jesus. But then Brandon thought it was a good idea to shoot all this stuff at me. Naturally. I knew it was going this direction. <laughs> of course. Right? I know these boys. Exactly. Yeah. And he's just like, ha ha ha, it's so funny. And some of them are shaped like guns or whatever, and they just shoot like little pellets out. Oh my God. With a bang or whatever. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, <laughs> like, stop pointing them at me. Stop teaching our kid this, first of all. Exactly. I'm like, you're teaching our kid this because then he's just doing it. And yeah. then they had the little poppers, which are nothing. Yeah, you know, the little still. like, you throw them on the ground and they go pop. The little white snap things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we used to have wars with those. Those things hurt when they pop off of you. They do hurt. Yeah. And he's chucking them at me. Yeah. And my kid is laughing hysterically. Oh, and then God. my kid's throwing them at me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you little fucker. <laughs> so then I locked them both out on the balcony. Good, good. That's the only logical response. <laughs> yeah, and he was like just throwing the, the poppers at the glass door because I was standing there like, fuck you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can't get me, motherfucker. Yeah, and he's like throwing them at my face and they were popping all over the place oh yeah it was a good time and then i like how you're like this is gonna be a great family moment and he was like fuck you yeah and i'm gonna light your ass on fire exactly like i'm gonna teach my kid that this is how you play with fireworks oh god yeah so then it wasn't a great family moment yeah naturally and then my kid went to bed 
and we proceeded to have some alcohols. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we brought out the bottle rockets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which bottle rockets are so underwhelming. They really are. But they're the only thing you can really get around here. Yeah. But they just kind of like whistle off and then they go pop. Yeah. But Brandon may have had a little bit too much to drink. Yeah. And so he was like trying to cover the wind while I was lighting it, you know. <laughs> and he just like put his hand all the way around it. So his hands are burned as fuck right oh now. Oh my God. <laughs> what a dumb idea. Yep. I was like, how's your hand? And he looks at it and he goes, I don't even really remember that. <laughs> and I was like, like well, you yeah. try to let yourself on fire. <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. It was a good time though. I'm traumatized from bottle rockets because my brother used to point them at me and oh, then an like asshole. literally one flew into my hood and exploded in my hood and I'm like deaf in one ear now. Oh my god. That's how my grandpa got lit on fire. Oh really? Well yeah. I, this happened when I was like 13 and I was like mom dad like Jason just shot a bottle rocket at me and they're just like probably smashed off their ass like oh that's great honey and I'm like I can't fucking hear. My ears are ringing. And my brother's like, don't be a snitch. And I'm like, motherfucker, I think I'm dying. I think I'm dying. Dude, this morning on the Ring app, because we got a ring. Ooh, girl, you fancy. You know, I'll see if anybody breaks into my house or steals my packages and shit. Yeah. Well, everybody on there posts stuff like, oh, I saw a coyote. And I'm like, this is just the goddamn next door app amplified. Yeah. I don't care that you saw a coyote. With video. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone sees them. That's great. Yeah. This morning, they were all like, oh, did anyone hear those gunshots? <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, that was my house. I'm like, yeah, that was my house and every other house here because, again, I live in the ghetto. Yeah. And so then people were responding like, do you not know it was New Year's? And they're like, but these were gunshots, not fireworks. And people are like, bitch, you live in the ghetto. Rat-a-tat-tat-tat. Yeah. <laughs> like, Get it together. Rat-a-tat-tat-tat. <laughs> they spelled it out and I was fucking dying. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. So Aww. that's my goddamn is that there were fire crackers in the house and dad was teaching my son that it's fun to shoot him at mom that sounds like so much fun we didn't do shit like literally lee and i went to bed at like nine o'clock last night the kids were asleep and we were like fucking exhausted and just fell in bed but granted we're both pretty sick so you know yeah you're Still getting recovering. over it yeah Oh, wait, let me do my goddamn. Yeah. Okay, so mine's not as exciting as yours because you had a fun little night. We went to bed. That's how we rung in the new year was <laughs> sleeping. And then at 2 o'clock in the morning, my baby woke me up and was like, feed me, motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, I was awake at some point in the night. Yeah, you rang in the new year in your own way. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so my goddamn is that since uh, our baby has been born, my loving three-year-old, You know, he's always been a fucking sweet little angel. And then once that baby was born, all of a sudden he got a little attitude. And he hit his like terrible twos, fuck you threes, whatever you want to call the thirds, the three-year-olds. And occasionally he gets a little fucking attitude and he won't go to sleep or he won't listen or whatever. And it's like totally normal behavior or whatever. He's still a fucking awesome kid. Yeah, whatever I got to say to sound like a good mom. But when he's (laughs) a dick, he's a dick. Yep. So we implemented this new thing, the reward chart. And I was like, I'm never going to be that mom. I'm that fucking mom. And that shit works. It's oh, yeah? Like, like, pick up your toys. And he'll be like, no. And I'm like, pick up your toy and you get a star. If not, I'm going to fucking take a star away. Ooh. He gets stars. And he's like, oh, shit. And then he picks up his shit, right? Yeah. And once he gets so many stars, we get to go do certain things. And so he got 20 stars recently. And so his prize was we were going to go see a movie. He's never been to a movie. Ooh. So my goddamn is that I hit a fucking parenting milestone. And I got to take my baby boy to a movie. What? And What'd first you of all, see? I haven't seen a movie in forever. Neither have I. We should go. <laughs> I know. Popcorn. We should. I do too. Exactly. And then yesterday morning, I woke up and Lee was like, why don't you go take our three-year-old to go see a movie? There's one at like 9 o'clock in the morning. And I was like... This is the fucking best idea you ever had because I don't want to be in this house anymore. <laughs> so we went I'm tired of you and our baby. Yeah, yeah, I need to go do something. 
And so I scooped him up and we went and saw Frozen 2. And we got the biggest thing of popcorn and he got candy and he was so excited because he even got his own little orange soda. I let him pick his little soda out. And he was so cute. When we walked in, he was like shy and was like, hold me, you know. And so I was like holding him and then I was showing him like this is where the candy is. You know, here's where you get your sodas. And he started to loosen up like, oh shit, this is going to be fun. This is about to get real. Yeah. And then I told him, I was like, when you're in there, you have to be really quiet. You know, don't talk. You can whisper. And so he would like whisper to me in the movie and I couldn't fucking hear a thing he was saying, but it's just the cutest little thing ever. And he wanted to sit in my lap the whole goddamn time. And so I held him and I held the popcorn and I would like kiss his little cheek and he'd look up at me and kiss my cheek and I'm like oh my my god God, this is all I've ever wanted in life that is so sweet I know and then when like Olaf or whatever would do something funny and the other kids in the theater would laugh he'd like look around with a big old smile on his face and he'd start cracking up and I'm like this is what I've been waiting for this is why I had babies so I can have excuses to go see Disney movies (laughs) right and so I got to do that and that's my goddamn oh my god it was so so fun I'm jealous. And now he's like, when I get 20 stars again, can we go see Frozen again? Oh, <laughs> you're know. like, it's not going to be out, honey. No, you're never going to hit 20 dip- again. Yeah. <laughs> you're never, first of all, it's going to be fuck. It was a goddamn struggle to get to 20 as it was. Yeah. <laughs> I am stingy with those stars. <laughs> I bet. But uh, yeah, I know. I'm so excited. We should all go together. Uh, my kid doesn't have an inside voice. I don't yeah, think he's fine. ready for movies. Other kids didn't either. Yeah. I know. Mine just reached the age where it's like, okay, he could handle this. And he stayed through the whole movie. He did really good. Yeah. So proud of him. I think my kid would be like, I'll play with your phone. <laughs> he's an asshole. Yeah. Mine, like I said, just reached that age. So it was an experiment. And I was fully expecting to have to leave early. But he fucking crushed it. And I'm just fucking love him so much oh my god so sweet it's a pretty one right yeah that was a good one after all my shitty goddamns i'm glad that yeah your your life turned around a little bit yeah and then afterwards i was like motherfucker i have to sleep i still have pneumonia i'm tired <laughs> you're like hacking up along in the movie theater i was oh that's all good that's a good time yeah all right on that happy note let's talk about murder yeah let's get into it let's do it all right well Stacy. Yes, Aaron. I'm going to tell you a little story about Alice Ruggles. All righty, let's hear it. This takes place in 2016. Ooh, a recent one. Oh, yeah. Which is like fucking four years ago now. God damn. I, well, it's 2020 now. Oh, shit. God damn. Shit's sneaking away from me. I know. All right, let's hear it. So it was in Gateshead, UK. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say anything right, guys. It could be Gatsheed. <laughs> I just don't know. Okay. So I don't have a whole lot of information on Alice from before this incident. Okay. But from all accounts that I read, she was a happy, bubbly girl with a great sense of humor. Great way to get murdered. Yep. To have all of those attributes, which we have. I know. That's unfortunate. Yeah, great way to get murdered. Right. <laughs> so Alice lived in... Here's another one that I don't know how to say. Okay. Bensom. Uh-huh. In Gateshead, UK. I hope it's like Gateshead or something like whatever you got sheet yeah. in Bensham. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it probably is, with my luck. <laughs> well, she met her roommate, which is a flatmate, because UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. At work, and they moved in together in June of 2016. Okay. Prior to her moving in with her roomie, she had dated this guy named Harry. Harry. Like, Prince Harry (laughs) or Harry Potter. Apparently, they still use that name there. (laughs) I watch a reality show where like 
It's the Real Housewives of New York. And all of the girls are like crazy about this guy named Harry. And he's oh. just like this greasy, dirty old man Ew. who probably has a fuck ton of money who they've all boned at one point or another. Oh, God. So every time I hear that name, I see this picture of like this greasy old man who just like chases after hot chicks. <laughs> Maybe it's him. Okay. Let's hear about it. Okay. So on October 11th, 2015, uh-huh. an army soldier named Tremon, who went by Harry, huh. Dylan. Weird nickname. I don't know if it was his middle name. Okay. But he saw Alice's picture on Facebook through a mutual friend and was like, dang, she cute. She pretty. Yeah. So then he started messaging her. Okay. And Alice apparently thought that he was a good looking guy. So she started talking to him. So they met on Facebook. Yep. Okay. He was a Lance Corporal who was serving a tour in Afghanistan at the time, so Damn. they couldn't meet face to face. Yeah. But they got along really well and decided that they would meet up and continue this little relationship when he got back. Okay. I'll wait for you. Yeah, exactly. And then in January of 2016, Harry returns to his barracks in Edinburgh. I feel like I nailed that one. Yeah, that was like, you said it so fast that I can't even judge. <laughs> But this was 120 miles away from Alice's home in Bensom. Okay, that's kind of a drive. Yeah. So they meet for the first time, and from the very beginning, Harry exhibited some odd and possessive behavior. No, not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Red flags. Red flags all around. Okay. At the restaurant where they first met, Harry was, like, insinuating that the waitress was into him, which... Ugh. Okay, like, calm it down, Harry. Literally what I was thinking, like, such a douchey thing to say. Yeah. Like, Oh, she's digging me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, cool it, right? Yeah. You're on a date with this chick. Right? Tone it down, hot stuff. Yeah. You're not making anyone jealous. Agreed. Ugh. Also, saw the picture. Not he's make- just a dude. Yeah. Like, he's Just not- a dude, man. You're yeah. just a dude. You're just a dude. You're yeah. not the dude that the waitress is hitting on. You no. know why the waitress is being nice to you? Because it's her fucking job. And she wants a fucking tip. Exactly. Tone it down, Harry. <laughs> Either way, Alice was still, like, into this guy. You know, Harry's the dude that would be like, I'll give you a tip. Get out of here. Get out of here, Harry. Get out of here with your Harry-ness. Ugh. Your tips. Hate him. I don't even know this guy and I hate him. Yeah, well, he's kind of a douche, so. Okay, yeah. I'm glad I'm hating the right person. (laughs) Yeah, right? I know the full story. Alice was like, she was still into him, right? Because they met on Facebook and they talked for, like, months. And so she had fallen for this other version of this guy got it like the version he could fucking censor exactly yeah and so harry pulls out all the classic unhealthy relationship tricks (laughs) yeah (laughs) like trying to control her and he's isolating her from her friends and family no yeah fucking no guys Yeah. If they're like, don't hang out with your friends, you can't hang out with your friends, that's a red flag. Yeah. That's like, I don't want you to see your family because I don't want you to have anywhere to go. Yeah. Be like, suck a bag of crooked dicks, Harry. Goddamn right. And then run away. Yeah. (laughs) With your arms straight down. (laughs) And your head forward. Aerodynamic. So their relationship lasted until August of 2016 when Alice caught him messaging other ladies. <gasps> this motherfucker. Yeah. And she this was like, fuck you, deuces, I'm out, right? Yeah. Go, Alice. Yeah. And apparently Harry wasn't ready to let go yet. Oh, God. And by the next month, he had hacked into her Facebook. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that he could monitor who she was messaging and no. what she was doing. Oh, that's creepy. Super creepy, oh, right? Oh, that's not a good look. No. Ugh. 
I'd like to point out that it would be super hard to hack into my Facebook because I don't even know the password. <laughs> I don't even know mine either. It's like you log in once and you forget about it. Exactly. I'm like, I hope that this never logs out. <laughs> <laughs> that would fucking suck. I don't even know what email I use. I know. That would turn into like 20 minutes of trying to guess your own goddamn password. And then creating a new one and everyone being like, um, you're already my friend. Did you get hacked? <laughs> and you're like, no, nah, I can't fucking remember what my goddamn first pet's name is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, meanwhile... Harry is leaving Alice voicemails saying not to leave him and that he can't handle it and to take him back. Oh, God. All Poor the Alice. fucking classics, right? Yeah. He's crying the whole time. Oh, days. that's the worst. Yeah. And they're online, so you can listen to him. Him crying? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Right? Oh, man. One time this guy, we broke up. I was going to say he broke up with me, but mm, I broke up with him. Yeah, and, he did. Uh, he cried on the phone for so long. I literally set the phone down and walked away and came back and he was still crying. <laughs> Why didn't I just hang up? Why didn't you just hang I up? I don't know. Because he wow. would have called back and then he would have had to like answer it again and talk Ugh. to him for a second. Oh my God. How embarrassing. Yeah. Don't do that, guys. I dated girls. a guy one time who, when we were breaking <laughs> up, he jumped onto the hood of my car and then cried and a single tear fell down my windshield, which was very dirty. So and there was this tear streak that went down it. I remember that there. That tear streak was there for so long. because I never washed my car. And it was a great reminder. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, God. Yeah. You could tell he did it on purpose, too. Like, so fucking drop the tear here. Like, shaking it off his face. <laughs> yeah. Like, God. Oh, my God. So funny. Stupid. Yep. Okay. Let's Listen, hear- guys. Show your emotions. That's great. But not if, like, you're being broken up with. Uh, Yeah. If the chick is clearly not into it, like, that's not the time to show your emotions. No. But, so, like, like, if grandma dies, shed a tear, you fucking yeah. psychopath. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking normal. Okay. Anyway. Let's hear about Harry and his phone calls. Yeah. So... You can listen to those voicemails and be appropriately sad with him. That is embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. And at this point, Alice is trying to move on and she's talking to a new guy. She gonna get that rebound. Hell yeah. And on September 22nd, 2016, Harry finds this guy on Facebook. Oh shit. And decides to harass him. Naturally. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on September 30th, 2016... Harry drives the 120 miles from his barracks to Alice's flat and knocks on the door. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's like, fuck that. Not answering that shit. Yeah. I don't know if she hides from him or what, but she does not answer the door. And so he goes to her bedroom window and taps on the window. Creepy. Like I said, I don't know if she was hiding. So I don't know if he like saw her in there or if she was just like, oh, God, fuck that. Right. Yeah. Either way, he decides to leave. But he oh, leaves good. some chocolates and flowers that he had brought for her on her windowsill. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, she said no. She doesn't want any of that. No, she doesn't want your Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> <laughs> and your fucking carnations, you cheap bastard. Exactly. <laughs> and so Harry calls her when he's leaving and he's like. I he's- left you roses by the stairs. <laughs> Surprises let me know she cares. <laughs> exactly yeah and then she was like that's a blink 182 song you bitch yeah be original come on yeah and so in this voicemail he's basically saying that he's sorry and that the flowers and chocolates were the least that he could do yeah this voicemail is also online oh my god did you listen to these hell yeah i did yeah they're not like exciting he's just like oh i'm so sorry oh this is the least i could do and the whole time like (laughs) we all know the ending to this story right and i'm like well it's not the least you could do yeah you there's some other things you could just like not do. Yeah, exactly, right? Okay, let's hear about it. So 
Obviously, Alice is fucking terrified (laughs) and has even made statements to her roomie, Maxine, that she was afraid of him and that she was afraid he was going to kill her. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Yeah. Like, she's like, no, 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 no. This guy is fucking insane, right? Oh, how fucking terrifying must that be? Right? Yeah. Yeah. The guy that cried on my windshield, I was never once afraid of him. No, 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 no. I was just like, "Hmm, what a pussy. Yeah. Get him out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Bitch. Shouldn't have done that shit to make us break up. Exactly. Yeah. So on October 2nd, 2016, Alice calls the Northumbria police. Oh, good. And reports that Harry had hacked her Facebook account and was stalking her. Oh, shit. Okay. And she tells them about him showing up at her house at night and tapping on her window and leaving behind the flowers and the chocolates, right? Yeah. She also tells the police that he had left her a voicemail saying that he didn't want to kill her. Oh, God. I did not hear that voicemail. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, red flag. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. There's never a time when you should say, I don't want to kill you. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) No, you shouldn't. No, definitely not on a recording, too. No, that, too. That's fucking exhibit A. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Saving this one. (laughs) Yeah. So the police issue a pin warning which basically sounds like a restraining order. Yeah. Where he's not supposed to contact her anymore. Got it. And like I said, he was in the army. And yeah. the army, well, the military, fucking frowns upon this kind of behavior, right? Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Can't do that shit. Exactly. And so his commanding officer has a talk with Harry and was like, hey, dude, fucking cool it. Leave this chick alone. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. And Harry's like, no problem. You got it, boss. I will oh, not talk to her anymore. How embarrassing if your boss has to step in. Right? Oh, God. I could not imagine if my boss was like, hey, you know that shit that you're doing on your personal time? Yeah. I fucking heard about it. Yeah. It's real creepy. Yeah. You're going to have to knock it off. You're going to have to stop. You're giving us a bad look over here. Exactly. So Harry was like, sorry about it, right? Yeah. Sorry about it. Yeah. Won't do that again. I'll stop. And then later that day, I guess he forgot about the little chat with his CO. Uh-huh. And he goes out and he decides to mail Alice a package. Oh, God. With a letter and a bunch of pictures of them together. Creepy. Basically, he sent her his boyfriend box. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These are all the things to remember me by. Yeah, exactly. This is the fucking ribbon that I got from the first time we were hanging out. Yeah. In the The gum wrapper. The flowers that I bought you. Exactly. And the ticket stub. The boyfriend box. The boyfriend box. Everyone has one. Yeah. And then you come across that shit like fucking 10 years later and you're like, that's embarrassing. I better throw this away. But then you're like, it's been 10 years. Can I just throw this away? Yeah, I would think so. Except for the pictures. Every time I'm like, aw, this one's ripped though because we broke up. And I ripped them out of it. But it was a good picture of me (laughs) with my baby spice pigtails. I look cute. (laughs) So this package gets to Alice on October 7th. Okay. And she immediately calls the police. Unfortunately, the officer that was handling her case was now on leave. Oh, no. And so the operator who answered was just like, well, do you want to have this guy arrested? Yeah. Which is a fucking shitty thing to ask a person. Yeah. Because then you start like overthinking it and you're like, well, am am I I overreacting? Exactly. Yeah. And she didn't want to ruin his career because he's in the the military and all that. And she's nice. Yeah. And so she was like, no. Ugh. I guess I don't want to have him arrested, but I guess I just wanted to make you aware of this. Yeah. Oh. So he didn't get arrested. Got it. But she later told her sister that she felt like the police had kind of like brushed her off. Yeah, like dropped the ball on it. Yeah. And other things that I read were like, that operator should not have done that. Like they should have just followed protocol and had him arrested. It shouldn't be up to the victim. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like this victim's literally in the heat of it. 
Yeah, you don't ask them, like, what do you want done? Yeah, exactly. It's not their fucking job. It's your job. Yeah, you should know what should be done. (laughs) Exactly. So now shit's about to get real. Okay. Harry drives to Alice's flat on October 10th. Uh Uh-oh. And basically cases the place. Oh, God. He goes around back and he takes pictures of her bathroom. Ew. Why? I don't know if this is one of those bathrooms that has the tiny window that he took pictures through. Yeah. But that's what I have to imagine because otherwise that's a really public bathroom. Yeah. That you well, could just go around back and be like, oh, a bathroom. And she lives in an apartment with like a roomie, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they're all those like tiny. You'd think they'd be like frosted windows. Maybe yeah. she left it open. Aren't they usually frosted? Maybe yeah. it was open. Yeah. Okay. Either way, pictures of the bathroom. So then on October 12th, 2016, which is just two days after this little recon adventure. Yeah. Harry drives back down to Alice's flat. It's a lot of driving. So much driving. A lot of gas. Seriously. Big gas commitment. isn't cheap, guys. No. And also, maybe just don't fucking be a creep, right? Yeah. So Alice was at work at the time, so Harry was messaging a chick on Tinder trying to hook up. Ew. Like, let's kill some time, right? Ew. Before Alice gets off work. Yeah. And when Alice gets home from work, she tries on a ball gown and is messaging her new guy. I will address this. I do not know if she was planning to go out with this guy that night. Or if she was just like, I have this ball gown. I'm going to try it on. (laughs) Or if she just bought it. Every girl deserves to go to a ball. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to get a gown just in case. There are times where I see gowns in my closet and I'm like, I'm going to want that. I'm going to put it on. And then you get all dolled up and then your husband comes home and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, I just needed to see if I fit in my fucking prom dress. And I do. And also. Exactly. I did my hair. Also. My makeup. (laughs) Open some champagne. (laughs) We're about to have a good night. I don't have any shoes on. (laughs) Exactly. Or, you know, you walk around with heels in your house and you're like, I remember why I don't wear these. Yeah, these hurt. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know if she was just doing that or if she was planning to go out or if she was like, oh, I just bought this. I'm just trying to see if it fits. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Either way, she was fucking having a good time. In a ball gown. Exactly. And she's messaging her new guy, right? Yeah. Well, the messages stop at 6 p.m. Okay. And her flatmate, Maxine, was supposed to be gone for the night, so Alice had locked up the flat. Okay. But I think that Maxine had forgotten something. So then at 6.30, she stopped at home but finds the door locked, and she can't reach Alice, so she has to go in through an open window. Okay. I'm assuming it was like everybody has a key, but then you know when no one else is going to be home, you lock that deadbolt that no one has the key to? Yeah, like that you have to be from the inside to get in? Exactly. Or get out? I think it was one of those situations. Okay. And we've all broken into our own apartment a time or two. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So she goes in through the window. Yeah. Well, Maxine finds Alice in the bathroom. Oh, no. Covered in blood. No. She calls 999. Uh Uh-huh. The UK version of 911. (laughs) And explains that she had found her flatmate covered in blood in the bathroom. Oh, my God. That is terrifying. Yeah. And she said it looks like her leg was broken as well. Ah! And there were things knocked over in the bathroom. And oh, my it God. it looked like she had been attacked. Yeah. There was a struggle. Oh, my God. And then seeing, like, a twisted body, not only covered in blood, but, like, a busted-ass leg or some shit. Oh, yeah. God. I instantly would be like, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Ooh. Ugh. Awful. And yeah. it's your friend. Oh, God. Your fucking roomie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So she also tells the 999 operator that Alice had been having troubles with her psycho ex-boyfriend, Harry Dillon. Got it. So there's a name. Yeah. And so she's like, this guy might be responsible for it. Yeah. This Check him out. 999 call is online as well. Oh, God. Oh, that's so it's sad. It's heartbreaking. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Oh, yeah. 
Turns out, Harry had broken in through a window and attacked Alice. Mm. He cut her throat <gasps> six times. Oh my god! Why so many times? Because he's a fucking psychopath. Ugh. It went down to the bone. No! No! Yeah. Like the spine? What bone? Yeah, the only uh, bone in your neck, I guess. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's gross. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. He had done it with a carving knife. Lord! Like, yeah. wait, like an electric carving knife? <laughs> I don't think so. That would be weird. <laughs> He's like, let me unplug the hairdryer and oh plug in this carving god. knife. Uh, okay, so just like a, a carving knife. Like like a kitchen knife, I assume. Okay. Yeah. She had also been stabbed in the nose. Ah! Yeah. Why? I don't know. Yuck! And she had defensive wounds on her hands. Oh, this poor woman. So then when he fled her apartment, he took her cell phone and the knife. Oh, great. So now you got fucking straight up evidence on you. Right. He disposed of them somewhere, but obviously they found them. Yeah. I'm not sure where. Okay. So because Maxine named him as a suspect in the initial 999 call, Mm -hmm. he was tracked down and found just a few hours later at his barracks in Edinburgh. Oh, shit. And he had fucking slice wounds all over his hands. Well, he had fucking blood on his bracelet. Jesus. That later matched to Alice. Oh. And there was blood on his steering wheel in his car. Yeah. Because you can't get away with fucking slicing someone's throat six times without getting blood everywhere. God. Seriously. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Did he come in through, like, the bathroom window? It didn't say. It said an open window. Oh, my God. That's so terrifying. Yeah. So that kind of brings me back to that bathroom window. I don't know if it was, like, yeah. a big one or Ugh. one of the little frosted ones or what it was. But yeah. fucking well, you... lock your windows, people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, like, what if it's hot and you just want the window open? And it's 6 o'clock at night and you're just airing the apartment out. I don't know, man. I know. Set up a booby trap. Ugh. <laughs> Fucking Home Alone. Kevin McAllister, that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little like, just put fucking glass ornaments on the ground right inside. <laughs> and marbles and stuff so you can get out the front when you hear them coming. Somehow get them to take off their shoes. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you have to do to your apartment, but make it burglar proof. Oh, fucking Harry, I hate him. Yeah, make it Harry proof. What the fuck, Harry? So Harry gets arrested, obviously. Yeah. And his defense. Oh God, I'd love to hear this. He claimed that Alice had accidentally stabbed herself after attacking him. Uh, hold the fucking phone. Yeah. In the throat six times? Uh Uh-huh. To the bone. Stop it. Yeah. No. He was like, And in the nose and all over the arms? Fuck you, Harry. Yeah. All those defensive wounds, too. She was just like, whoa. Yeah. Slippery fish. Slippery knife. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Almost dropped it. Asshole, right? Ugh, I hate him. No one was like, that's a sound defense, right? No. No one believed him. Okay, good. Yeah. He was arrested and charged with her murder and everything and after only a few hours the jury found him guilty and he was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of 22 years jeez i don't know why it was 22 maybe it was time served maybe but isn't usually 25 like 25 to life i don't know fucking uk does some weird shit over there yeah what are you doing over there yeah with your 22 years yeah these odd numbers maybe it's the metric system definitely an even (laughs) number but you know (laughs) yeah metric system well, no, hold up. Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, she got stabbed. Yep. Was she in her ball gown? I'm assuming because you told us that she was trying on her ball gown. I believe that she was. It oh. did not specify. Oh. But. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. And could you imagine being the new guy? You're like, hey. Uh, what happened to her? She just stopped talking to me. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, my God. Six o'clock. And. Oh, my God. The messages stopped at six o'clock. Maxine got home at 6.30. 6.30. Yeah. 
I don't know how long it takes to stab a person in the neck six Jesus times. Jesus Christ. But I feel like she was like real close to fucking catching him in the act, which oh. is terrifying. Oh my God, that's so scary. Yeah. I wonder if like when she was breaking in through the window, if she was like, God damn, this is really easy to get in. Right? Like it's already been broken into. Like it's already open to the size of a person. Or did he already have time to like put the screen back? I have so many questions. I don't know if they have screens. Like the UK just doesn't have screens. Yeah, they haven't invented those yet. <laughs> They're like, fuck it, bring in all the flies. Maybe what UK if they doesn't have flies. flies. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky bitches. You don't know how privileged you are. Exactly. Brandon went to he used to do installs like in-home installs for security systems and stuff and yeah. he's done them in San Diego for a while or he yeah. did them in San Diego for a while and then he went to Georgia for some reason because uh-huh. they were like we need more people out there to do it and he was like cool whatevs I'll go yeah. and then he would go in and out of their house and leave their doors open because San Diego right yeah and he would get yelled at every single time people are like you're letting the bugs in yeah <laughs> seriously man yeah Florida has some like big ass motherfucking bugs you it, don't leave the door open exactly yeah yeah. shit will take over your whole goddamn house nope here you're like whatever yeah it's almost like gonna get a fly yeah and then you're like goddamn fly yeah the one and my dogs are useless at catching them oh man chell is so good at it <laughs> she'll snatch them out of the air she doesn't eat them so then there's just like a dead bug on the floor but that's fine yeah i'll take it so yeah well goddamn goddamn that's a crazy ass motherfucking story right that poor fucking girl yeah also six times that's some overkill that's some aggression yeah all right, Stacy. Okay, y'all ready for my motherfucking story? Y'all ready for this? All right. I'm ready. I'm going to tell you a story about Keith Warren. All right. In 1986 in Silver Spring, Maryland, Keith Warren, who was 19 years old, was living with his mother, Mary, and his sister, Sherry. Mary Ooh. and Sherry. All right. And he had just and they grad- didn't name him Harry. <laughs> Missed fucking opportunity. Right? Right? Or Larry or Gary. Yeah, on. you're on a roll over there. Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked it all up, man. Yeah. All right. So he just graduated from John F. Kennedy High School. Mm-hmm. He was estranged from his father when he was younger, when his mother and father got a divorce. And he would periodically visit his father. But I guess it was kind of like a tumultuous relationship. Because a year prior, he had done just that, went and visited his father, where his father lived in North Carolina. And while he was there, he and his father got into an argument about something. And it got so heated that Keith suffered a nervous breakdown. What? And had to be hospitalized for four days. Jesus. Like, whoa, shit was real. I guess. Okay. That's rough. I don't know what it was about. There wasn't a lot of details, but they kind of tell the story to give you like an insight of like what his mental state was right yeah so obviously there was like some angst if you had a mental breakdown after having an argument with your father yeah i don't know what was going on in that argument if there was any physical abuse or anything well and clearly his relationship with his father is not the greatest no he was hospitalized for four days That's because insane. of this right his mother eventually came to the hospital and brought him back to maryland was like i'm gonna come get you what the fuck is going on yeah you don't need that shit in your life right yeah so for graduation, Keith's mother bought him a 1976 blue Corvette, Ooh. which Keith and his friends fucking loved. Because Obviously. It, yeah, it got them a lot of attention from the ladies. A little curb crawler? <laughs> a little pussy crippler? <laughs> oh my God, can you not say pussy crippler? <laughs> you think that's what he called his Corvette? That's what I would call it. The pussy crippler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's probably exactly what he called it because uh-huh. he got a lot of attention from the ladies yep and his friends were like yo let's get in that pussy crippler <laughs> <laughs> but in july of that year 
Keith had ended up losing his job and Uh-oh. he was stressed out because he had like $2,000 insurance policy that he had to pay on his car coming Ooh. up. And on July 29th of that year, his father had called and told him like, hey, I'm coming to Maryland and I'm going to take that car back since you're not able to make these payments and you're not like being responsible. I'm coming to take the car and I'm coming on July 31st, right? Whoa. But didn't the mom buy it for him? Yeah. Maybe the parents went in on it together. Yeah. But for maybe. whatever reason, the father was like, I'm going to come take that car, right? The dad was like, I'm about to have a midlife crisis. I need a blue Corvette. I need that pussy crippler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like all the fucking plans, right? Yeah. That night, so on July 29th, when his father had called, that night Keith left home to go hang out with some friends, and that was the last time anyone saw him alive. Uh-oh. Not good. So obviously I told you all that shit, like I said, for his mental health, like where he was at, his state of mind, right? Yeah. A year prior, he got in an argument with his dad. Now his dad's saying, I'm coming, take your fucking car. Shit's spiraling. And he's like, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. And then all of a sudden he goes missing. Okay. The next morning when Keith doesn't come home, his mom gets like really concerned and calls the cops to file a missing persons report. Good. Well, the cops come back and they're like, hey, you can't file a report until he's been missing for 48 hours. That's such a fucking bullshit law. I know. Well, this is like 86 too, so. Yeah. What the fuck, right? Yeah. So she has to wait. So Keith's mom is like, fuck you. I'm going to call all his friends and try to figure out where he's at, right? Yeah, she's not just going to sit around. Exactly. Then on July 31st, around 2 p.m., so this is a couple days after he'd gone missing, like two days, probably the 48-hour mark. Yeah. At 2 p.m., Keith's body was found in the woods behind his mother's house. Oh, no. By a neighbor who had been walking her dog. Oh, my God. He was hanging from a tree by a noose. What? Which was hanging from the tree in like an elaborate arrangement. Oh. The rope was tied around the base of one big tree and then it extended 25 feet and then wrapped around a smaller tree and then it was like tossed over a branch. Okay. So weird. Yeah. But okay. Keith's lower body was touching the ground and his feet were touching and his knees were kind of bent into a sitting position. So he wasn't like full on hanging from a tree. Yeah. It was like a rope around his neck and his knees were kind of hanging like. Like he could have stood up. Yes. Very easily. Like if you type in his name without even clicking on Google images, the image of him hanging is going to pop up. Ugh. Yeah, and I'll link to it, but I'll make it so that you have to click on it to see it if you want to see it. Yeah. It's not super gruesome. I mean, it fucking sucks because it's somebody hanging and they're dead. It's a dead person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it's a, it's a weird way to die by noose. Like, okay. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. So the police ask the neighbors if they know who this person is, right? Because the neighbor finds him and just calls 911 like, holy shit, I found a body in the woods. Doesn't identify him or anything. Yeah. Right? So the neighbors start, like, casing the neighborhood, asking, like, hey, do you know who this is? Oh, and one of Keith's friends, Rodney Cadell, identifies the body as Keith. He's Ooh. like, hey, I know him. I go to school with him. I'm friends with him. And also, he's my neighbor. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I know. So the police do a visual inspection of the scene and determine that there's no evidence of foul play. And they determine that Keith must have committed suicide and killed himself by hanging okay couple of things for that yeah you have to be fucking dedicated to hang yourself if you can touch the ground right like you have to be like no 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 no. i'm not gonna stand up yeah which all your body wants is to stand up exactly that's fucking not crazy oh it doesn't feel like suicide no it doesn't at all and then when you see these pictures too you're like i don't get it i don't believe it yeah Mm -hmm. okay so then the police theorized that what he had done was he used a log to jump off of and he was likely killed by the pressure of his body pulling on the noose. So. Broke his neck kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. Like not so much that he was like hanging from 
a tree or something that, you know, that he couldn't touch the ground, but that he had broke his neck or whatever. Like, okay. Okay. So weird theory. I feel like they could determine that though. <laughs> right? Like, let's do some investigating. Yeah. Well, because this was ruled a suicide, no autopsy was ordered. Oh my God. And his body was immediately taken to the undertaker to be embalmed and prepared for burial. Oh Jesus. That's the worst. Right? Like, come on, let's do a little investigation. This is a little fishy, right? Yeah. And the police are like, no, it's suicide. Oh, my God. So police reports say that they attempted to notify the next of kin when they found out that it's Keith, right? So yeah. they attempt to, like, call his mom or some shit. But they couldn't reach anyone. And so Keith's mom wasn't even aware that he had been <gasps> embalmed and, like, sent to the funeral home. What? Until six hours later. What? Like, she had no fucking clue. Right? Ooh, that's fucked up. You think she would be, like, they would track her ass down because... She said he was missing two yeah. days earlier, right? Yeah. Okay. And someone's got to pay for that shit. Right? Like, like uh, let me okay it first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what if I don't want him embalmed? What if I want him cremated? What exactly. if I want any other thing? What yeah. if I want to do some fucking Santeria shit with it? Right? <laughs> like, I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. Yeah, but you don't fucking know. Yeah. You can't just do that shit. You don't know my wishes. Right? All right, but that's what they do. This is why it's so fishy. Yeah. Right? Like, that's kind of suspicious. Well, this and is then, in 86. Yeah, 86. Mm-hmm. It's a suspicious scene. They're saying it's suicide, and then they, like, ship him off right away to be embalmed. No autopsy. Nothing. Mm, that's fucked up. It's super fishy. So, initially, Keith's family, they all accept the suicide ruling, even though there was, like, no suicide note left behind. But they trusted the police work, and also, Keith had been going through some shit recently, right? Like, with his car and his father and all this other stuff. So they're like, okay, like, we don't know what's going on in his head. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, I guess. And your first instinct is to, like, trust that the police are right. Yeah, that they're going to, like, help you, right? And they have your best interest in mind. But then some weird things started to surface, which Uh made the family question the whole suicide ruling. So on the night that Keith was found, a 911 call was placed, and the EMT or firefighters or whatever... They arrived and said that they showed up to the address that called 911 uh-huh. and they knocked on the door and it took a long time for the person to answer. Now, this is the neighbor that found him in the woods. She Ooh. had called 911 and then when the EMT slash firefighter arrives, they knock on the door and like no one's fucking answering, right? Okay. So when the female answered the door, this is the girl who found Keith, she was standing there with a man, which happened to be her boyfriend, and the two were arguing over... If the other had called 911, like, oh, I didn't call 911. Did you call 911? Uh-huh. Like, they were acting like, even though they legit just called this in, they were playing dumb. Yeah. Eventually, the girl admits that she was the one who had called 911, and she reluctantly escorted the paramedic or firefighter, whoever it was, the first responder, to Keith's body. But you could tell she was uncomfortable with it. What? Yeah. Like but you found a body. Like, here's what I'm thinking which this isn't in any of my research, but what if her boyfriend was involved in some way? She finds the body, doesn't know her boyfriend's involved, freaks out, calls 911, gets back home, and her boyfriend's like, you don't fucking talk about this. Oh, shit. And she's like, um, I didn't call. Yeah. And they're like, we have your number. Yeah, like we know it was you. And then she's like, okay, I did it. Okay, I'll show you where it's at. Well, it's really suspicious anyway to be like, "Uh, I found a body. And then they show up and they're like, no, I didn't call. Yeah. And then to be like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Like Like, she must have really been in an awkward spot. Yeah. Right? Because you wouldn't call 911 if you knew. Or if you had partook in that, you you wouldn't even go over there. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. But who knows? Okay. So the EMT guy walks over there and he sees the scene and immediately doesn't think it's suicide. Like, 
you know, obviously the police come later and rule it a suicide. But when this is his account, yeah. he's like, there's no way this is suicide. The way the ropes were placed looked more like somebody was hoisting his body up after he had been deceased. So Ooh. they were like wrapping it around the trees for leverage and like pulling him oh, God. to make it like staged. Yeah. And it looked more like a lynching scenario than <gasps> suicide by hanging. What? Yeah. So he thinks if Keith had actually been hanged, then the smaller tree would have broken. So like, remember how I said the rope was wrapped around like a big tree and then Uh 25 feet like wrapped around another smaller tree and then like thrown over a branch? Yeah. He thinks that the weight of his body would have broke the tree if he had really like jumped off a log or whatever, right? Yeah. Which is what they're saying to like break his neck type thing. Yeah, exactly. And he's saying there's no way, they actually called it a sapling. He was like, there's no way the sapling would not have broke under that pressure. Oh, my God. He also noted that there was no log for Keith to jump off of to hang himself, like the police's whole theory saying like, oh, he jumped off a log. There was no log anywhere to be found around him. So what the fuck? Uh, This looks bad on the police. Uh, Looks real fishy. And by the way, this uh, paramedic guy was interviewed like years later. Oh. So this is all after the fact. Yeah. So Keith's family started obviously to question whether Keith had actually been murdered instead of suicide because he had, before he had passed away, he started hanging around with the wrong crowd and he was kind of getting involved with drugs. Ooh. Supposedly. And evidently Keith's friend, Rodney, the one who had identified him to the police as being Keith. Yeah. He told Keith's mom that right before Keith had died, a car full of men had stopped Rodney and they were looking for Keith. Which was odd. And none of these men were like his friends that he knew of, right? Yeah. And then a few days after that incident, while he was at school, one of Keith's acquaintances, Mark Finley, came up to Rodney and he was like in a panic and he needed to talk to Keith urgently. But again, Rodney wasn't sure where he was at. So like on two separate occasions, people had come to Rodney looking for Keith and they were kind of like weird about it. Okay. And these aren't people that Rodney knows. No, to be Keith's friends. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Other than Mark Finley was like an acquaintance, but, you know, still weird, right? Yeah. So then six years after Keith's death, on Keith's 25th birthday, Keith's mom gets a mysterious envelope sent to her. Oh, geez. And it's on her front porch, Uh and it's addressed to her, but it has no return address, obviously. Oh, my God. She opens it and finds inside five pictures of Keith's crime scene photos, (gasps) which had never been been seen before by her oh god and these were official police photos from like the scene yeah right these weren't just like some amateur photos and the police had never shown her this shit and she immediately noticed that she didn't recognize any of the clothing that keith was found in including the white running shoes on his feet what and back in 86 when the police had processed the scene they had given keith's mom keith's jacket which he was not wearing in these photos Uh and his brown boots both of which were reported to be found close to the scene near his body, but were not photographed. What? So he was in like totally different clothes that weren't his. She didn't recognize them. The only thing she got back was a jacket and some boots. And they claimed that they were close to the body, but the police never photographed them or anything. What? So that's weird, right? So they just like, oh, here's your kid's clothes. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, not going to show you any of the crime scene pictures, though, to say that they weren't, like... Yeah, and I'm sure you don't really want to see them, but, like, 
she could give a hint like, hey, none of these clothes are his. Like, what the fuck happened, right? Like somebody snagged him or if he had been at the friend's house before, maybe he like go talk to a friend. Like, why wasn't he in his clothes? Yeah. Why was he in a different shoes? Yeah. Kind of weird, right? Yeah. So inside this envelope, there was a note. Okay. The note said that two of Keith's friends were next. What? And the note named them mark fenley who was the man who frantically was looking for keith yeah talking to rodney at school the other friend went by the name of laurent burman okay so four months later after this note mark fenley dies in a freak biking accident where what? evidently he fell off his bike and hit his head on the curb and died or some shit uh-huh and this all happened 10 miles from where keith was found dead what it's reported that the paramedic at mark's scene you know when he died that like came to help mark out or whatever yeah. Claims that the injuries sustained do not align with a biking accident. And instead, it looked like he was hit by a car, like a hit and run. <gasps> oh, shit. And then Laurent, the other person, was never actually harmed or anything. So the police fucking have... lucky. Uh, fucking right. So the police have no idea how Keith's mom could have gotten these photographs. Like, who got into the police files to be able to send this shit to her? Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, after her getting these photos and shit, her car was broken into where she had the note in her car. And they stole it. Oh, God. Back. Or yeah. somebody stole it. The one, like, claiming that the two friends were going to die or whatever. Yeah. So there's evidence that's gone, right? Oh, that's fucked up. That sucks. So Keith's mom goes and hires a private investigator. Good. Because she's like, what the actual fuck is going on here? Like, now I really don't think it's suicide. Yeah, shit's real fishy now. Yeah, and now I'm starting to suspect the police. So she <gasps> yeah. gets a private investigator, and he checks out the photographs. And the first thing this guy notices is that there's leaves on Keith's back, which would indicate that he'd been laying on the ground and was lifted off the ground and the leaves like stuck to him. Yeah. So doesn't match with like a hanging. Yeah. Obviously, this all brought about some serious doubt on like by Keith's family. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, let's figure this out. So on May 24th, 1994, they had his body exhumed Ooh, to see if they could perform an autopsy to determine the actual cause of death. Yeah. Ultimately, his death was deemed undetermined as he could not be determined if Keith was like alive or already dead when the hanging had occurred. Oh, God. The toxicology report came back with some interesting findings. It found high levels of trichlorothane and dichlorothane. I totally that? am saying it right. <laughs> Along with some other chemicals in his systems. And these chemicals are often used in like paint thinners. Oh. And so they're theorizing that this could have been used to poison Keith a few hours prior to death. Uh-huh. Like maybe they put it in alcohol or something. Oh, gross. And it's likely that he was already dead or near death when he was hanged. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Also, reports indicated that there were empty wine cooler bottles found near his body. As well as Keith Neck showed little to no trauma of bleeding or anything to indicate that he was alive at the time of the hanging. Yeah. So some medical examiners, they argue that these chemicals are part of the embalming process. So they're Mm. like, that toxicology report isn't valid because you got chemicals all through your body, right? Yeah. But others argue that that's not standard practice to use these kind of solvents in embalming. So there's that. There's kind of like this argument of like, it could be from embalming. But other experts are saying there's no way this is from embalming. He ingested this hours before death. Oh, God. Likely with alcohol. His neck doesn't show any kind of like (gasps) he was probably dead when they like hung him up. Yeah. Which is fucking terrible. Oh, my God. On May 23rd, 2009, 
Keith's mother passed away, never knowing what happened to her son. That's so sad. But his sister still fights to have the suicide ruling reversed and to have his case investigated from like a homicide standpoint. It's still ruled a suicide. Still? Still. Like people haven't fucking figured this shit out yet? No, no. Like they have no idea what happened. It's still ruled a suicide. No one's investigating it. It's not an open case. Oh my God, that's so sad. Right? Uh, evidently, oddly enough, Keith's dad agrees with the police and thinks that they handled the whole situation well, and he doesn't think that there's, like, any need to investigate further. The dad might just want it closed, though, because... It sounds like they had, like, a tough relationship or some shit. Yeah, if they had this tough relationship, and then every time that someone looks into the case, they're gonna bring up again that the dad and him had this argument, the dad, you know, was kind of being an asshole back there where he had like keith had to be hospitalized so he might just not want that dredged up over and over and over again yeah and maybe if he genuinely believes that it was suicide then he's like i don't want to keep talking about this like yeah i just want to end it yeah but isn't that so fucking sad we have no idea what happened to him like i'm assuming i feel like uh the chick that called the police has a little bit of an idea right or her boyfriend or something. It's really fishy to call the police and then be like, no, I didn't. And then right. be like, okay, yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, why would you? Yeah. And her boyfriend was standing right there the whole time. Yeah. So, That's so, fucked up. Yeah. How do but you the, explain that? Like, you can't explain know. going back on no. your lie. And, yeah. And then the police aren't investigating it like a homicide or anything. So it's not like they were, like, questioned. They yeah. were just like, but why is the police covering this up? Well, it sounds like the police are kind of covering something up and then someone in the police like knew that there was some yeah. fishy stuff because then they gave the mom the crime scene pictures. Yeah, but then they were like threatening to other people. What did they know? Yeah. I don't know. I have so many questions. Ugh. And then the fact that Mark Finley was the one that was like frantically looking for Keith. Yeah. Before he died. How rampant are like drugs in this area? I have no fucking clue. Ugh. I don't know. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. God damn. So there it is. Sorry, guys. Left you with a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. God damn. Right? I hope they open it up for a fucking homicide. I hope his sister keeps. You I know. hope so, too. Because what the actual fuck? Yeah. What's going on, people? Keep the good fight going. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this. We got a new haul of <gasps> we shit did. from the P.O. Box. And Are I need you so excited? It. Yes, I need okay. to see it. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Dude, I've been looking at this candy the whole fucking time you're telling the story. And I'm like, I want to eat it. Okay. Okay. So. Tell me. First. Yes. We have. Let's do from April first. Yay. Is this April Figueroa? 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 It is. (laughs) I can say it. Yeah, you can. Ooh, there's a little no. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. The true story of the psychopath of Santa Cruz. Yeah. Oh, we're going to fucking do this story. Hell yeah, Tell yeah. I'm going to try meow. It's a goddamn fucking, like, notebook. It is. Like, I feel like I'm in college. Yeah. Oh, there's pictures. Okay, so in the back, yeah, those are all mug shots of killers, serial killers. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, they are. We've but, done some of these. Yeah, but basically, the next time you're having trouble picking a case, we'll just flip through this bad boy. Oh my god, what a great idea. Yeah. Big book of serial killers. This is so cool. What a thoughtful gift. Yeah. Did she put this together? I don't know. I think that (gasps) it said that she got a free download. So I think that it's like a book that she might have downloaded and then printed for us. 
Oh my god, I love it. Isn't that awesome? And 150 dividers. Wait, I know. That's my favorite <laughs> part. There's 150 interesting facts and trivia about serial killers. Let give me, me one. Hit you with one. Yeah, give me one. Robert Berdella's final victim, a prostitute named Chris Bryson, escaped from the basement dungeon where he was being held and ran to a neighbor's house wearing nothing but a dog collar. I think you did that guy. I did. He gave a full confession to avoid the death penalty. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so cool. Isn't it? Oh, there's so many things. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is fucking awesome. Right? Thank you, April. Thank you, April. You oh are fucking amazing. Yes. Okay, number two. Yes. That is from, I don't know. Ooh. That's Aww. a goddamn mystery gift. Is it our song? I think it is. It's like a picture and it says hands down. Yeah, and, it's, and it's on the shape of a heart and it uh, has the lyrics in there. Oh, that's fucking precious. It's going it? up in the goddamn podcasting room. Uh, yeah, it is. Thanks for whoever sent this. Yeah, that one was from an anonymous person. Ooh. So thank you. Thanks. Is that this a Christmas card? Yeah, it's from Aww. Anna. Oh my God, that's the sweetest card ever. Isn't thank you, it? Anna. Thank you, Anna. Oh You're my so god, I love. Sweet. I fucking love these PO box hauls. I know. Oh, okay. next. Okay, tell me about it. Okay. 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 Right, okay. So we have to start. I'm gonna kind of piecemeal this one. Okay. This is from B. Okay, B. Oh, B. <laughs> oh, I fucking love her. So you can yell at me if I've mispronounced everything, all of my words in my case today. But yeah, fucking, she'll do it too. Yeah, she will. She'll be like <laughs> that, Gabby cow. <laughs> Right, Gabby cow. Right, Gobby cow. Oh my god, I was fucking dying. Yeah. Okay, so start with this. Okay, I. It's a picture. It's a mugshot of a cat. It says, "I hate people." It's perfect. <laughs> oh, it's instructions on how to make real tea. It's instructions <gasps> on how to make fucking tea, and she gave us tea. Instru- oh my god, I love her so much. First of all, instructions unclear because the first one is boil your kettle. I can't boil a fucking kettle. Yeah, I was reading this and my husband was there and I was like, she just assumes I have a fucking kettle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, and there's tea. So there's tea that comes oh. with it. So oh. we're going to have to fucking find a kettle. <laughs> Wait, it's called English Afternoon? Yeah, I've only heard of breakfast. I don't know. Is there breakfast tea and afternoon tea? Because then we can have brunch English tea. English tea number one. Oh my God. I tried to smell them too. I couldn't smell them. English Afternoon. Okay, wait. What are the instructions? Okay. Boil your kettle. She meant water. Add <laughs> your boiled water to tea. Yep. Fine bone china is optional, not mandatory. Yeah. Bitch, you think I got fine bone china? <laughs> she thinks I got fine bone china. Motherfucker, we don't even have coffee cups. This shit is like not even ceramic. It's probably made of poison. I mean, my coffee cup was probably made in China. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bone china. Oh, no. Uh, okay. After two to three minutes, squeeze the bag and add milk to achieve the color of He-Man. That part cracked me up. I was like, oh, how descriptive. He's very tan. He is tan. Okay. Adding the milk first is the Scottish way. Total faux pas. Yeah. I mean, how do you know how much milk you need? That's like putting milk before cereal. Yeah, you can't do that shit. Do not contaminate your tea with honey. Only Americans do that. <laughs> if you must sweeten, add a teaspoon of white sugar. Okay, enjoy. Sit back with your cuppa. Knowing that whatever life throws at you, tea will get you through. Oh, that's fucking adorable. Isn't it? Oh my God, those are very specific instructions. And I cannot wait to drink this tea. Yeah. We're going to have to try that. Yeah. Maybe with our first video, we'll have fucking <gasps> tea. Yes. We got to okay. invest in a kettle. Yes, we do. <laughs> Kettles make me anxious. Because they whistle? Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> is like, God damn it to hell. All right. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so next. Yes. This one. Yes. Is fucking awesome. I'm so excited. But it 
broke Uh-oh. on the way here. Oh, no. So, first of all, B. This is still B? Yeah. Oh. This is all B. She oh. got fucking crazy. Oh, my God. So, she tried to fucking kill us, though, because the glass broke on this one. <laughs> she tried to kill you. Correction. Oh, my God. It's huge. <gasps> oh. oh, my God. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh, girl. So, bitch, why is your name all big? Right? Where's my name? There it is. Okay. I was like, Stacy uh, didn't even get on there. <laughs> uh, it's because I have more letters than you. Yeah, it is. Spider bagel. Oh my God. It's like a, what are these called? You would know. Like a word cloud. Yeah. It's like a word cloud. <laughs> oh my God. It's so cute. And it's like perfectly framed. So, so it's a big framed picture. Yes. Word cloud thing of all of our sayings. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't wash it, Febreze it. When Poopo, did we say got on there too. I don't remember, but I remember saying that because I say it all the time. I pulled my vagina. Going on a body hunt. <laughs> oh my God, this is so awesome. So I just have to get new What's glass up, for it. Oh. And then. Which is doable. Yeah, totally. Oh. But oh it's my so God. fucking thoughtful. Oh, that is the sweetest thing ever. And I love at the top it says poop hole loophole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be perfect for our podcast room. Yeah, it is. Oh. Crunchy so, tea cakes. I didn't even cut myself on all that glass. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, what a thoughtful gift. You guys are too fucking kind to us. Seriously. Okay. You know what that is? Yeah, it's candy and I'm so excited. (laughs) I've been staring at it. Okay, so here first the card. Okay, the card. Aw, it's a bunch of puppy dogs. By the way, if you don't want to listen to us open all of this haul because we're about to do some more mouth sounds. Yes, that's about to happen. Then you can skip ahead to hear our closing, or if you've heard that a million times, deuces. Oh my god! Aww. Wait. First of all, I love you guys and your country, but with the exception of Reese's, your chocolate sucks, and that's why she sent us a shit. Oh my god! Daniel and Darcy. Oh my god! I'm so excited. You guys are amazing, right? Is this BB? This is BB. Yeah, girl, she hooked it up. Girl, just wait till you see this stuff. Oh my fuck. Okay. Okay. So. Yes. First of all. Oh, my God. Do you want to start Are we just with... going to cut them in half? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Do you want to start with a... Uh... My mouth is watering. <laughs> a oh. Wispa Duo, a Boost, a Crunchy, a Marvelous Creations Jelly Popping Candy, or a Double Decker Duo? Holy motherfuck. I want to start with a Crunchy. Okay. That's this one. Uh, trigger warning mouth sounds. We need a knife. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because I want my half. BRB. Okay. And my child is going to join us in this adventure. Yes. Chocolate. That's right, baby. It's chocolate. you darn right, baby. Yeah. Don't you forget about it. I'm going to need a baggie. <laughs> He's real excited. You are going to need a baggie. Oh, this one's already cut in half. Oh, perfect. Crunchy. Hold on, bud. Crunchy, crunchy. Okay. So Take happy a half. Don't have to share mine with baby. <laughs> What's the package say? It says. Oh, I almost ate it without you. Oh my god, I'm so excited. My mouth just watered. Golden honeycomb wrapped in Cadbury milk chocolate. Ooh, motherfucker, that sounds titties. Sorry, baby. He's okay. Ooh, it's crunchy. Here you go, bud. Well, that's the name of it. Ready? Well, well, bro. One, two, three. Sorry. One, two, three. Mm. Take a bite. It tastes like butter. It does taste like butter. Mm. Mm. Is that good? Oh my god. Oh, I really like crunchies. Mm. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Is That's it like good? real buttery. It is real buttery. Hmm. It's fluffy too. It's like surprisingly light and airy. Mm-hmm. Mm. God damn, that's good. 
Is mm. that good? Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 What's the next one? We got a Whisper Duo. Okay. A Boost. A Marvelous Creations Jelly Popping Candy. Oh, let's try that one. I'm not crazy about jelly popping, so. Okay. I've never had a jelly pop. Here, you balance up here, bud. I've got to use both hands, so don't fall off. Yeah, there you he go. He says, okay, mama, I got you. <laughs> There's candy involved. I'll hang out. Yeah. Oh, my God, going B, this is so nice of you. Okay. Okay, let's try it. Ooh, we're going to get some jelly poppers up in here. Okay. What's in, What's it about? It's got chocolate on the outside, jelly on the inside, like a peanut butter and jelly. It a jelly has. Part. Well, there's chocolate on the outside. Yeah. And it looks like there's like. Jelly beans? I, I'm not entirely sure. Hold on, Bubba. Okay. Yeah, don't touch mine. Yeah. You're not my kid. <laughs> oh. Well, now this is an interesting shape. Oh. Do you hear my kid just moaning because he wants chocolate? <laughs> it's Hold got on. like sunflower seeds, like candy coated sunflower seeds. Okay. Can I eat it? Ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. It's just M&M's. Mm, that chocolate is really good. It is really good. What is that? Are they like pop like pop rocks? Or are they just real crunchy? No, there's pop rocks in it. Is yeah, that pop my rocks? Mouth, my mouth is pop rocking. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. My throat is popping now. Oh my God, mine is too. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Mm. God damn, that chocolate's so Ooh. good. Ah, that's weird. Oh. Yep. I'm going to bite one of these little seeds in half. Mm. It's good though. Mm. Mm. It's literally like a chocolate covered pop rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um. Mm. Oh, I need to cleanse my palate. <laughs> you want your milk? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, kid. He needs to cleanse his palate. <laughs> I don't have it up here. Okay. We've got a Wispa Duo. Yep, let's do boost, it. Boost or a Double Decker Duo. Let's do a Wispa Duo. Oh, they're all du- duos. Oh, my God. My throat is popping i know mine is too whoa it's so weird oh this one's cut in half too Ooh, girl do you guys just have portion control there or what yeah they're like you don't need all of it oh my god okay so what's this one say this one is oh, aerated man. cadbury milk chocolate bar oh that sounds like a milky way yeah it does it's aerated hold on bub okay one two three one two three go mm. Mm. I mm. just took the biggest bite. This one's my favorite. Mm. Oh my god, that one's really good. Oh, that one's my real favorite. Mm. Oh, I really like that one. It's fluffy. Uh-huh. That one your favorite too? <laughs> I, I love that she's doing this with us. <laughs> mm. Okay. You like a baby? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. real good? You say, oh, that's good. Take it. Can you say thank you, B? Hang on. He's just, he's just literally fisting these chocolates trying to get them. You You're going to have bite. a fun night. Whoa, that's a big bite. I know. I keep pulling it away. <laughs> okay, okay, let's do another. You want to do the double decker or the boost? Uh, Double decker. Okay. That's the one he chose too. Oh, my God. God, this thing is fucking solid. Oh, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> so this one is nougat top and crispy bottom in Cadbury milk chocolate. That sounds like a Twix. Oh, it does. What did you yeah. say, baby? Yeah. You're a lucky little kid, man. Oh, my God. Seriously. Okay. Um, it's a little melted. That's okay. Hold on. Hang on. Hang on. It's like, it's like hurry it up, Mom. mom. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I can get it out of the packaging here. Well, you're so going to have to figure it out. Cut it. Yeah, baby? You want daddy? Aww. Okay, There's more you. chocolate involved. See you later. Hold on the door. <laughs> Bye, baby. 
Thanks for your cameo. <laughs> Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. It's really hard to get out of the wrapping, so I just literally cut it in half. This one kind of did. This one's seen better days. This one has seen better days. Okay. It fucking. The inside looks good, though, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when do they go? Hmm. Hmm. That tastes familiar. Kind of marshmallowy. Mm hmm. God damn. What's that taste like? Mm. Some of these hit like something familiar. Like, it tastes like how My Little Pony smell. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. 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 I think this one might be my favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That's bomb. It's good, but that, that fluffy chocolate one. Mm. Mm. Fluffy chocolate one's a close second. Mm. That popping one is still in my throat. Yeah, mine too. Okay. All right. Let's try this boost. I'm never sleeping tonight. <laughs> Neither is my kid. <laughs> Mm. oh my god this is my favorite part of the whole podcast <laughs> this is why we started it no? you guys are awesome everybody's like we don't want to hear you fucking eat your food well they can stop it the episode's over okay what's this one this one is get boosted with milk chocolate caramel and biscuit energy energy whoa hold on whoa is, is there energy bar this? is this like a take five i don't know but this is the delicious pileup of tastes you know, this one sounds like a Twix. And also, you know how they try to market candy bars over here? Like, if you're hungry, eat a Snickers. Yeah. Maybe that's what this is. Like, give you some energy. I just, there's literally still popping in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can we eat it? it? Yeah. You did? No. Oh, I'm waiting okay. for you. Okay. Stop reading the fucking package. I was just trying to see if there was, like, caffeine in it. One, I guess two, there's three. caffeine in chocolate, huh? Uh-huh. One, two, three. All right. Mmm. Mmm. Whoa, bro. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. This might be my favorite. Mm. This is like a mix between the fluffy one mm -hmm. and a Twix. Mm. I really like this one. Mm. Mm. God damn. Whoa, that was really good. I have so much chocolate in my mouth. <laughs> I need a dentist. Mm. That was amazing. You have a pile of chocolate next to you. I'm putting this all in a fucking baggie and I'm eating like half of it tonight. Mm. Oh my God, that was so amazing. Sorry for that crunchy sounds. Mm. Mm. This is my favorite. Tits. Thanks, B. You are fucking amazing. And Darcy. And Daniel. He's cool too. You definitely have better chocolate than us. Way better. By the way, is Daniel the one that's going to be a movie star? Yep. Girl, get ready to be a trophy wife. Yep. Work <laughs> it. Work it. Hell yeah. Oh my God, that was so amazing. We need to have, I wonder if like tea and chocolate goes together. Tea and crumpets too. Yeah. What's we don't a crumpet? Have a crumpet. <laughs> I feel like it's like a biscuit. Ooh. You think it's like a cheddar biscuit from like Red Lobster? I was literally thinking, do you think it's like a biscuit from KFC? <laughs> I'm like, I just want fucking salty now. Oh my God. Oh, that was so good. Mm. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so fucking much. If you want to send us more shit at the P.O. Box, you can do so at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. That's right. If you want to check out pictures pertaining to our cases or if you want links to our Patreon or our merch, go to isgdpodcast.com. We are on social media at ISGD Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep. Come join our Facebook group. The Goddamn Pod Group. That's right. We're soon to have a fucking playlist on Spotify, The Goddamn Hot Jams. That's right. We are. <laughs> God, I love that we're like so full of ourselves that we're like, everybody needs to hear this shit. And like 10 other people are like, yeah, 
So other people are like, oh my God, I grew up in the same era. <laughs> and then everybody else is like, yeah, we'll just stick to listening to you talk about murder. Is that all that's going to be on there? Is just old emo? <laughs> yes. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. What else? Do we have any like shout outs or anything? I think somebody might have sent us a goddamn. Oh, I think B did. Really? I think so. What? Okay. This is a goddamn from B who just gave us a goddamn sugar rush. Yeah, yeah, just hooked it up with all this goddamn candy. And all the fucking frames and the pictures and the tea. She's You're stealing amazing. the fucking show. She really is. Okay, let's hear it, B. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Hey, ladies, it's B. <gasps> um, I just wanted to say goddamn. Damn, Stacey. Talk about not doing things by halves. I'm so glad that you're better now and that you made it home in time for Christmas, even if it was only just. Um, I want to wish you girls an incredible 2020 with your little fam jams. Oh, my God. And thanks for being awesome. Speak to you soon. Bye. Uh, First of all, she sounds posh as fuck. I thought i loved her before i yeah i had no idea that the voice of an angel would come out of her i fucking love you (laughs) oh my god that was so fucking sweet that was so fucking sweet her voice is amazing uh, i wish i talked like that she's a fucking tell me a bedtime story oh my god all the time (gasps) b can you record audiobooks oh my god she should record like uh the go the fuck to sleep story right (laughs) (laughs) oh That's beautiful. That was beautiful. There was an angel in here for a second. There was. I need you to say right gobby cow in that accent, Oh, my God, yes. Because I feel like that insult would not come out of that angelic voice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a fucking sweetheart. What a sweetheart. Oh, that was a goddamn wrapped up in a pretty little bow. It was. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love you. Okay. I love the rest of you, too. And you should also send us goddams. Yes. Accents are a bonus. Yes. If you don't have one, I mean, listen. Still don't give a fuck. I still don't give a fuck. I, I like hear it. to hear it. Yes. Send them in. We love you all so fucking much. So much. And thanks for making this so fun. This is so much fun. I can't believe we're actually still doing this and here and you guys are listening. Best. Yes. They're like, not for long. That was a lot of mouth sounds. It was a lot of mouth sounds. I told them to skip ahead. Okay. On that note. Bye. Later, Gators. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Beyond the Rainbow. True Crimes of the LGBT. Hey there, Rainbow Warriors. I'm CJ, host of Beyond the Rainbow, True Crimes of the LGBT. Q. I. Okay, my specialties do not include acronyms, but they do include true crime stories. Join me as I put my spin on some crimes that you might have already heard about, such as the Matthew Shepard story and the Pulse nightclub mass shooting in Orlando, Florida. I also touch upon some stories that you might not be so familiar with, such as the murder of transgender Gwen Araujo and the abusive relationship of Becky Reed and Lindsay Vox. Crimes against and by the LGBT community is nothing new, but it is a relatively new concept for a whole podcast to be dedicated to it. You can find Beyond the Rainbow True Crimes of the LGBT on almost all podcast apps. You can also interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, it's not a crime to be gay. Unless you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs>